Hey, how you doing? This is like a double heads up, I guess, really, because I recorded this podcast sometime last year. But when I finished it, I wasn't 100% certain how you would take it, because I do swear in it. And in fact, it has a swear word that I'm going to use as like a, a break state or something to empower you in a different way. And I wondered, and I, I've ummed and ahed about it, but then the other day I re-listened to it. And I think there is merit in some of the things I, well, hopefully I think there's merit in all the things I share with you, but I think there is merit in this podcast. So please, I, I start the podcast, say I swear my head off. Well, I actually don't, but I do use swear words occasionally through it. So just be warned, at the end of the day, I think you'll find what you'll get from it is, is well, it's worth the listen, okay? Do let me know. If I've overstepped the mark, I do apologise. I don't think I have. But if I'd have, do let me know and I'll personally apologise to you. But it'll be fine. I know I'll be fine. Intrigued? Well, have a listen. Oh, and here's your heads up. Heads up is, I go on for a long time. I share with you some real personal stuff. And I swear my head off. So, have your ears ready. Okay? You'll enjoy it. Even if you don't like swearing, you will enjoy it because there's a deep message here for you and me because it came from a message to me, from me, to you. Whatever that means, you're going to find out. If you're new to this podcast, the Personal Development Unplugged podcast, have a listen to the next minute and a half intro. I'll explain everything about me and the podcast and for you to become part of us. And if you're, well, part of this, this special niche that we're creating, do the old skedaddling of about a minute and a half and I'll get on with this well this sharing okay see you whenever hey my name's Paul Clough and I'm part of this thing I've called Unplugged Personal Development it's a niche of one the Personal Development Unplugged podcast you see in this genre of personal development self-improvement of becoming a better you I believe things have been made way, 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 way too complicated. And I wondered why. And I don't think it's to make people like you or me feel better, feel good. I think maybe it's for the people who made it more complicated to feel better about themselves. And I don't want any part of that. So that's why I've created this podcast, the Personal Development Unplugged Podcast. And it's to break down these complicated ways. And I want to produce and develop powerful new yet simple ways remember in simplicity there's genius and breaking down these processes i'll be using hypnosis nlp timeline therapy so many other things and i'm doing it for one reason only so you and me can become if you choose to come on this adventure with me to become the real you the real you sing from your real voice to show up be authentic all the stuff people talk about but don't tell you how to do it i want to break down those personal barriers your personal barriers i don't want to fix the things that didn't work because the thing is they didn't bloody work and it's about finding better ways and not using painful ways of the old sorts of ways people used to use but creating pleasurable ways passionate ways to create real opportunities to let your dreams come true you know, get learning and developing new skills that make it happen. 
And the aim of this is not to create the old you, but for you to be fully the real you. So if that feels good, come and join me on this Unplugged Adventure. Warning. 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 You are entering into the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. Clough. Too late. Personal Development Unplugged. So recently we've been talking and exploring goals, dreams, outcomes, achieving them. And I guess sometimes I get so enthusiastic about you getting your goals and supporting you in getting those goals that I do come across, I think, that I think it's really easy to get your goals and you should be able to get them well, just like that because I think I do a lot of clicking to my fingers just like that. And it is really easy. But sometimes it might seem that it's not because, you know, I've got that thing. You know, remember, you don't know it's impossible. We just don't know enough to know things are impossible. So anything is possible and therefore easy is possible. But I have to say, obviously, some of the things that I know and the things I've, I've shown with you uh, in those hypnosis tracks and some, and all the old podcasts or the, the older editions, episodes of the podcast where we've gone through various processes. I know those processes in my head and therefore sometimes they come to me really quickly. And so I'll apologize for that, but it is really easy. But there are things that may seem to make it more difficult. So I wanted to explain those type of things that may just get in your way a little bit. And once you understand that, and a couple of things I'm going to explain later, one is a story of mine, something I did just the other day, and something I heard which might just blow your minds. But, okay, how come sometimes getting these goals, getting started even, getting started on your goals, getting started on these, you know, and when I say goals, they don't have to be you know, the biggest thing in the world. It could be those mini goals of your own personal development. Well, I just want to be a bit more confident. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, I, maybe I'm going to speak to people, a presentation. Maybe I'm going to an interview. Well, I just want to see that bit more confident or that bit more, more relaxed or I'm meeting somebody for the first time and I want to show my real self. They're all, to me, they're all goals. They're all outcomes that you want. So let's just think of everything that we do is an outcome in mind. But what stops us then? Well, sometimes, and this is partly what's going to, the story that I'm going to tell you about, is we have emotions or behaviors that we just seem to either feel or do that tends to just stop us doing it. Maybe even causes that procrastination. You know, maybe it, it's that self-sabotage, which we love to blame. You know, so many people I hear about, oh, I self-sabotage. And they actually say it as if it's a badge of honor, which is a load of BS. But I understand why. Or, and I understand why. Because, you know, that emotion, trying to do the best for you, it's like your unconscious mind trying to do something for you is creating an emotion that's no longer uh, appropriate. 
It's in conflict with what your unconscious mind wants you to do and be and what you want to do and be. You find actually the same thing. But the behavior or the emotion is in conflict with that outcome, with supporting you in doing it. It's no longer appropriate. But we have to identify that emotion, that behavior. We have to learn from it. We have to notice the conflict. But just before we get there, it's that, oh, that feeling. Oh, I just seem to do something which always stops me doing it. I just procrastinate. But looking at what happens just before that, what is that emotion? What is the emotion just before that old behavior? Because you tend to find the emotion comes and then the behavior and then you start acting and being that way. And sometimes it can happen in a split second. So we need to take a little bit of time, a little bit of time. And I'll explain about that in a minute. But what else? What else could stop you? Now, it could be people, people around you that somehow don't support you or don't appear to be supporting you. And there's a great many people who will support you when you find those right, right set of friends or colleagues that will just push you, pull you, do anything they can to make sure you succeed. However, there are other people, and they can be really close to home. They can be in the family. They're not just naysayers saying, it's not possible, you can't do that. Now, what we said about being impossible, they haven't got the knowledge. They don't know enough to know what's impossible. We don't know enough to know what's impossible. So it must be possible. So, but they maybe don't want you to leave this level that they're on with you. They want you to, uh, you know, it's sometimes showing them up for not, not getting their goals, not having the balls to get off their bums and doing, taking that action, that intuitive action to get your goals, which I want you to do. It could also be, there's a thing called a tall poppy syndrome that we've talked about ages and eons ago in the very early podcast, where it's as that poppy grows above the rest. The other poppies try to cut the head off to bring it back to level because they don't want you to leave. Because maybe they're just not ready yet. Maybe that their level of, of just understanding and being in this world is not at the same level as you. They need to learn a bit more. They need to sometimes be exposed to you, exposed to you being the example. And we've said before, be the change you want to see in others. But be the change you need to, you want to see in yourself first. And that's when the environment changes. And that's when people in your environment change. But having said all of that, it's still bloody difficult. But you need to know, I think, need to know what your issue is. And you see, that's where a little while ago, let's say a little while ago, it was only a short few days ago, I had some time um, on myself, by myself. And I thought to myself, well, I want to explore one or two things of myself. So I got my old Jenny journal out, or one of them, my Let's Explore Jenny journals. And I started writing down, uh, I don't know why I'm pausing like that. I started writing down all about my skills, because I thought that would help. But it didn't. And I understand now why it didn't, because I still had something that was stopping me. And I didn't know what it was. So I started again. And I wrote like a little mind map about, and I just called my issues. I want to know what, 
what are all my issues? What are the things that I'm experiencing that I'm not doing, that I want to do? Because that's an issue there somewhere. And I started to explore it. And I've got my, my journal here. And there was things like, you know, I've got my dreams and the things I wanted to do, but I'm not doing them. There's my hobbies that I'd love to do more of, but I'm not. And I know I love my solitude. And I call it solitude, but I do like my me time. But sometimes me time can, you know, become to a point where you're too much in your head and you need to get out of your head. You need to share. You need to share the things that you learn. And I thought, oh, well, you know, there's my teaching of NLP, my coaching, my good old hypno, the hypnosis I love doing. And then I wrote down, well, there's also a little bit about my structure of the day. You know, the use of my time, because they all fall into time. And I thought that this makes real intellectual sense now. It's just a matter of getting some structure. And I'll be able to do all of that. But then I had a little bit of space on the, on the page. And I wrote down the emotions I was feeling. When I thought of all of those and not doing them, what was the emotions I was feeling? And I didn't have to look too far because I could feel them. Each time I looked at the page and saw, you know, I'm not doing that. And what, what, what is the emotion just below the surface that's stopping me? Or the behavior that's stopping me? And what's just before that behavior? And I was really having trouble because I was trying to put a label on it to understand it. But the feeling was the same and, and at different intensities as I looked at each area of that, that page. But it was the same type of feeling. So I thought to myself, well, I've got to use my skills. I've, at least I've written down some of those skills. And one of them was, you know, you know, I know this stuff, this NLP, the hypnosis. And in fact, I went back to one of my hypnosis tracks, which was spending time with your best friend. Your best friend is your unconscious mind. So I got everything nice and quiet sat in my comfortable chair where I wouldn't be disturbed and all that stuff I, I tell myself on those tracks. And I listened. I gave myself permission to, yeah, you listen to yourself, Paul, but I give myself permission to just let go because this is all it is. I'm just letting go to explore. I'm not doing anything other than exploring because I just want to have a chat. And as I did, I got very comfortable. I just drifted inside. And my expectations were, I was going to ask a question. And I was going to have this lovely conversation with my best friend inside. And with all expectations, not all of them, but with my expectation of that, I didn't have a long conversation. And in fact, I was getting a little bit frustrated because I was kept asking the questions. You know, I, I want to know, you know what, what is the intention of having this feeling? Because I know there's a conflict. Because if there wasn't, I wouldn't be feeling the negative emotion and I wouldn't, well, I'd be doing the stuff I wanted to do. So something is stopping me. And then I got one word and it, and it was just one word in, in my mind came, came in my voice. And I'll talk about my voice shortly. Well, not in this podcast, another one, because I got something really interesting about, about that. Anyway, I've just digressed. But you see, my voice just came up and said, I don't want you hurt. I kept thinking, hurt? How can I, you know, I'm actually feeling hurt, 
by not doing the stuff that I really want to do. You know, I want to put myself out there. I want to be with people, be with people uh, to socialize and let them see the real me. But also I wanted to do all that other stuff and be the real me. And this thing about being the real me suddenly got to me because that was one of the things that I had real trouble with when I was in my darkest hours, letting people see the real me. So it's strange, it's, you know, the little spider web of linking back came along, hurt. So, you know, maybe you're not seeing the full real me. I don't know yet. I'm going to explore that because that, that's what, what got into my mind. You know, how much can I show? How much can I give without getting hurt? And I can't think, well, if I'm not giving everything, then I'm actually hurting myself because it just doesn't feel bloody good. It felt absolutely toss and I didn't like it. So came out of that and feeling absolutely ecstatic. <laughs> no, but I wasn't bad. I wasn't bad. It wasn't ecstatic, but uh, it wasn't bad. But I did know because it made sense because I had been holding back in lots of different things. And to various degrees, I could see that, you know, by, by actually putting myself out there, could have been hurt, but actually, I never really would be hurt. Might be embarrassed a little bit by being so, being silly, but it would be me being silly. It would be Paul doing the stuff that he does. And that's okay, because I'm okay. So I then did a process, a process that just came to mind. And it was a process I use on my supreme inner confidence. It just seemed the right, the right thing to do. So that Supreme Inner Confidence program is not a plug, by the way, but it's on paulcloughonline.com. Have a look. But anyway, I did this process and I feel better. I feel better because I want to talk to you in a moment about something else. And that's something about being more of the real me. So things have changed bit by bit. When I sit down and look at it, I go, yeah, they've changed. I started to share some of my thoughts with people. And it was okay. because. They didn't laugh. Well, they didn't laugh at me. They laughed with me. And also, it was taken in seriousness on some of the things I was sharing, because they were serious. Oh, not serious, serious, but, you know, it was not a joke. And again, it was taken in the right manner by somebody. So I think, just looking back, that yes, something is changing. Something really is changing. So there you go. That's what I did. Now, you might say to yourself, okay, Paul, well, how can we do that? Well, there's one thing I'm going to talk to you about in a minute, but you have got all those hypnosis tracks. You have got in this little personal development unplugged niche that you and I are creating for ourselves. All those other episodes have got little things that you could pick out that would help you, I know. Get it on paper. Get in the right state. Set your intention. Get the right outcome. You know, look at all those other things. that You know, there's, there's hundreds. So it's all there for you, and I will guide you and help you. But you see, I even told a story a little while ago, some time ago, and you may have heard it. And if you have, you're going to hear it again. And if you didn't hear it, well, you're going to hear it for the first time, because 
I've had dogs in my life, and one of them, the last dog I had, was a lovely dog called Howie. He was, again, one of my best friends. And we used to be together all the time. Bless him, he's gone now, but he's, he's with me still, I know. But all together, together, all the time. And one day we were on a walk, and we used to walk to this one particular place where there was horses kept. There was a stables and fields outside, and the horses were there. And this one particular field was split into two to keep the horses down one end. And around that, um, around that bit dividing it was one of those electric cables. And the electric cables used to make a little noise, not a lot. You had to listen really hard. It would just make a tiny noise. And one day we were walking down there, the sun was out. It was gorgeous, so warm, so lovely and warm. A little bit of a breeze that you could just feel, just just right. In fact, you could smell the countryside. And it wasn't really in the country, but you could smell wonderful smells. And you could imagine just wandering there. In the da- there's nice, from the big trees, there's this dappled shade, warmth, a little bit of breeze was making... The leaves just rustle slightly. And in the fields, obviously, some of the, there was a farmer's field as well. So there's a little bit of stuff moving around like those waves you get in and you see. And it was absolutely idyllic. So me and Howie were having one of the best walks we've ever had. Walking together, he was having a chat with me. I was chatting to him. Yes, we did talk together. And then we came to the gate and saw, saw the horses. But the weird thing was, as Harry sat there looking at me, looking at the horses, and I was looking at him, looking at the horses, there was no noise. No noise whatsoever. Well, there was noises outside, the birds and that, but that was no longer there. We thought, that's weird. And then we looked a little nearer, or further, that some of the strands of that fence, that little electric fence that went, went that's no longer going bzzz, had broken. And they were between, it was a bit between the two fields had broken and were just there, which is why it obviously stopped buzzing. And Harry looked at me, and I looked at Howie, and Howie said to me, I can't tell what he's thinking and saying, that's, that's weird, Paul. That's weird, because he used to call me Paul. But he, we could see, that those horses who had been looking for some time, every day we used to look, go there, they used to look over that buzzing fence at that lovely green grass in the other side. And they were still looking. But the buzz had gone. And there was a big gap in that fence. And Harry looked at me and winked. Because he could, he could see what's going to happen. And me being not quite as intelligent as Harry, I didn't know what was going to happen at all. But there was a gap in the fence. And one of the horses was really looking at that gap. And how he winked again. Because he knew. Now, I want to tell you about something else. You see, how do you get into that right state of, you know, get, getting to find out what's stopping you to get your dreams, to get your goals? In fact, there is a particular state that I discovered. I didn't discover it myself. I can't remember the lady's name. I'll tell you about her in a minute. But she talked to me over a podcast, as usual, describing this state. And it just come together while I was making the notes for this podcast. 
You see, it's a state that will get you off your bum. It's a state that will, I think, see you through any issues. It's a state and an attitude of mind that will spur you through everything, if you need it. And you can have it into varying degrees, as with all states and emotions. But it's something that will really sound you in good stead. And then you can use that state to enhance every other state you ever want. Yeah, big statement there, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, it is a big statement, and I'm going to back it up. You see, this lady was telling uh, the person who was interviewing, the person who was interviewing, that's the word, her, about how she wrote this book. And she was saying she was having some real trouble, but then she got into her mind what state she needed to really just clear everyone out of the way in a nice way, to clear every issue out of the way, to really get into it. Now, you see, you're going to have to um, maybe hang on to your ears because if you don't like swearing, you're going to hear you're going to hear some swear words, and I apologise in advance. You see, that was the other thing about the real me. I'm sorry to say the real me does swear a little bit. In fact, I swear in the clinic room with hypnosis and things like that. When it's right, because other people swear, and to get into their model of the world and my model of the world, you know, we use colourful language. That's what I like to call it, colourful language. Um, and I hopefully... This is not going to upset you. And I often wondered why, you know, I think I've only once in all the 150-odd podcasts I've sworn before. Now, I think that's because I, I'm i never quite sure how you're going to take it. And I'd love to know how you do take it. You know, if it upsets you, let me know and I'll apologise. And if you think it's the right thing and you're happy with it, well, maybe we'll do some more. You never know. Because, <laughs> you know, let's just be the real the real us, but also having regard to other people. So let me know. But here's the thing, to be prepared. Because this, I feel, is the essence of being prepared to do whatever it takes. Okay? She said, I've got this wonderful word that evokes a real attitude. And it's called motherfuckitude. And it does. You take on a motherfuckitude attitude you will get things done because that's what you're going to do. And you're going to get them done in the way you get things done. So you will be respecting everybody because you're you still. But even if you just say it in your head, and not out loud, I've just said it out loud a couple of times because I think sometimes it's great. Just have motherfucker dude and you're going to get things done. Now, I apologize profoundly if that upsets you. But come up with your own word if you don't, if you don't use that or just say that inside and don't have to say it outside to other people. But use that when you're maybe going to set your state. Because you're just going to do it. So have that attitude. And then set your state what you'd think is even more. But have it through that. When you think of your outcome, just think, you're gonna, I'm just going to get that. Nothing is going to stand in my way because I'm prepared to do what it takes because I've got motherfuckitude. And it's awesome. And it's also, I think it's quite funny. And to hear this lady say it, because she spoke so prim and proper, but you knew what she meant. You really did. You just felt it from her. And that's what I use now when I'm thinking about stuff. Because sometimes things are difficult, but I'm not going to let that stand in my way. 
No way, no way, sir. Madam. And I don't want anything to stand in your way. So that's what got me to find out about that hurt. And then thinking about that hurt, thinking, well, do you know what? I don't want to be hurt. I, of course I don't want to be hurt. But I still want to get those things that I want. How can I find a better way? How can I learn from what used to hurt me? Or that time when I did get hurt? Or better still, how can my unconscious mind learn from the times when I may have felt that hurt? Maybe I can't even remember it now because I was small and young. And I reacted in a particular way that the only thing I could do at that time with the wisdom my unconscious mind had. But now when I learn from it unconsciously, I can now protect myself from being hurt with all the skills that I have right now. And that, oh, I wrote those down earlier. And it also seemed to come together. So you can deal with, you know, anything you like, anything in your self-development, in your, your outcomes, your goals. You can deal with any negative emotion or negative behavior when you have this attitude to do whatever it takes and have motherfuckers you to do it or whatever your word is. So again, a big apologies for those of you who don't like that particular word or the middle bit, but come up with something that would really, it's got to be there on that emotional state to say, that's what I'm going to do because I deserve it. I'm going to get it. And I want my unconscious mind to protect me at the same time. Get those two together. And you, when your unconscious mind has that attitude as well, because it's right, that's what you want, let's go and get it. And I'll protect you as we do it. Because we're going to mitigate all those things that would have caused us the issues. That's when you can then go into those hypnosis tracks and really start moving things around. It's awesome. Awesome. Absolutely bloody awesome. So me and Howie were watching that horse. And as we saw him, Howie gave me one more wink and nodded to the horse. And, and the horse did an amazing, it's about a six foot high jump, but only went about three inches in length, but over the imaginary boundary that used to be there and into the other field, into the other side. And you could see, he looked back and thought, what have I done? And then he thought to himself, I could, it was as if when you looked at it, he had that attitude. He ran around, I think it's a he anyway, that horse ran around that other part of that field. He was bucking and neighing and jumping around and rolling in the grass. He had a real motherfucker attitude of enjoyment. And as he did that, the other horses began to see him. And one by one, they went through that gap. And it was as if they, you could see the, the grass was starting to tread down, as if they were making another pathway, another pathway to a different place. And as Harry looked at me, looked at them, he nodded again and winked and said, just watch this, Paul, watch, 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 watch what's going to happen next. Because he was a very intelligent dog. He hid that intelligence from most people there, mind you, but to me, he was very intelligent. He nodded and said, look, look what happens next. And what happened was, that lead horse would then come back to the other field and find the nice comfortable spot there. And then he'd go back to the new field and go backwards and forwards. As if he wasn't giving up his original, call it original home, the original place. He was taking it with him maybe to the other side and then bringing the other side back to the original place. 
Like learnings, I guess. Things I learnt from Howie. So Howie said, come on now, Paul, it's time to go home. So we did. And we left those horses just going backwards and forwards into there from their new place. You know, that greener grass, I guess. But such a wonderful sight to see how they just went through that invisible barrier. In fact, it was a barrier that I guess they made up in their own mind. And they did that jump with attitude. Amazing, really, isn't it? Walking back in the sun through all of that, it was gorgeous. And we went back and had our cup of tea together, me and Howie. <laughs> anyway, I hope that this has given you something to to give you to give you that die ah, because you've got all of this inside. You, I know you have. Everybody has got motherfuckitude. Everybody. Even if you don't like the word, you got it. And especially now, because I've said it so many bloody times. It's in there somewhere. Don't be offended. Use it. And let me know. Let me know what you think. I'd love you to let me know how it's a, this type of thing affects the way you approach your personal development, your goals, your outcome, your dreams. How this approach um, gets you to use those hypnosis tracks. If you do. And if you don't, why not? They're all there for you. I've spent a lot of time and effort really trying to, to give something which of a value to you. And it's all with my compliments. All you have to do is go to paulcloughonline.com forward slash podcast. And everything will be there for you. So, from me, enjoy. I look forward to hearing from you. And I want you to enjoy every heartbeat with that attitude. Live with as much fun, love, enjoyment that you can stand and then double it. And in the meantime, just go do it. Because I am. Because I'm, I'm going to start using all that stuff now and start working on myself again. It's never ending. It, you know, it's like, it's infinite. Infinite like your potential. And everything we do, we just get a bit more of because we're, Oh, we're worth it. And everything you do, you're more than that. I really believe that. You're more than that. And as you think of that, what you're more than, you're more than that too. Until next time, my friend, I will speak to you, well, then. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Warning, you are now leaving the unplugged mind. Of Paul Clough. It's time to fly on your own. Be brave, my friend. Personal Development Unplugged.